Good evening. Good evening. Now last week we looked at the first four trumpet judgments in the book of Revelation. And when we left off, after the fourth trumpet had sounded, an angel flew through the mist of heaven crying out a threefold woe upon the inhabitants of the earth. That was in Revelation chapter 8, verse 13. And when we look at what that angel was saying, basically the last three trumpets are each a harbinger of woe. Each one is going to be worse than the preceding. And tonight we're going to look at the fifth trumpet, or the first woe, and that is in Revelation chapter 9, verses 1 through 12, if you will turn there. Revelation chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. It's written, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions. And there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue his name is Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship. Just illuminate your word for us and help us just to learn from it and apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today, that you would just give me the words to say and just hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray that you would just be with us and overshadow us during this time, that you would just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. And Lord, if there is anyone that needs to make any decision, pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this first woe, we see demons unleashed 
upon the earth. Now at this moment, when they're released in at this time that, that John is witnessing in his vision, there's something strange about these demons. And what's strange about them is they are called upon to do something that would be against their very nature as demons. I hate to interrupt you. Are we in the first half of tribulation or the second half? First half. Okay. This is still the first half. Kind of Go ahead. Yeah, this is still the first half of the tribulation. That's a good question. We're still in the first half. But what we what we see is they're doing something that's against their evil nature. And that is they're being commanded by God. God is commanding them at this time. And as we're going to see, they are to torment not those that have the seal of God, but those who are without the seal of God. They're to torment the followers of the Antichrist. So this is a, against their evil nature as demons. But it also shows something else. God is forbidding them from hurting those that have his seal and it shows that God is still in control even during this time. Mm -hmm. So these fallen angels, these demons would want to hurt the followers of God but God forbids it. And they are sent against the followers of Antichrist. Now let's look at these demons a little bit more. Look at verses 1 and 2. John says that he sees a star fall from heaven. Now this star is an angel, and it's the angel of the bottomless pit. He sees this star fall from heaven. This angel leaves heaven and goes to the bottomless pit on earth. Now think about that. He says that he goes, he fell to, from heaven unto the earth. The bottomless pit is on the earth. It's a spiritual realm. It's a spiritual area. We can't see it at this time. We don't know where it is on the earth, but it's on the earth in the spiritual realm. And the angel opens the bottomless pit. He is given the key and he opens the bottomless pit. Now, when we look at the bottomless pit, we see the bottomless pit mentioned in different books. We see it mentioned in the Gospel of Luke when Legion begs to be cast into the pigs. That demon or those demons ask Christ not to send them to the deep. That's another name for the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit is the abode of demons. It's where the demons are consigned until the day of judgment or when they are let out at this time. And then there are demons that are not consigned there as Legion was on the earth. He was not in the bottomless pit. 
So it's the abode of demons. It's, it's called the deep in Luke chapter 8. In Romans chapter 10, it's also called the deep. And then we're, we see the abyss or the bottomless pit mentioned elsewhere in Revelation. It's mentioned in Revelation chapter 11. It's mentioned in Revelation chapter 17, Revelation chapter 20. Um, so it's mentioned several times, and it's, and each time it's, it's this abode of demons. Now, when the angel opens the bottomless pit, John sees smoke as from a great furnace. The bottomless pit is a place of torment for these demons. He sees smoke as of great furnace coming out of the pit. And he says that it's so great that it darkens the sky. Look at what he says in verse 2. It says, And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. So at this moment, what's in the bottomless pit leaves the spiritual realm and comes to this realm because God is giving them power to torment men. So the people are going to see these things as they are tormented. And then he sees the demons coming out of the smoke. Now, how do we know they're demons? By their description. These are not regular critters, as it were. When we look at the description of them, we can see that they are demons. John says they look like locusts. And then he says... They are given power like a scorpion. Now, where is the power of a scorpion? It's in its tail. They have tails like a scorpion, but the body of a locust. And then, look at what God commands. It was commanded them, in verse 4, that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, nor, or neither any green thing, neither any tree. Now, if they were normal locusts, what would they be doing? They would be going after the green. They would be eating the grass. They would be eating the leaves. They would be eating the, the vegetables, the shrubs, anything that had green in them. They would be eating these things. But they're not. Because they're not normal locusts. They're commanded not to hurt grass, the greenery, or the trees. And God commands them not to harm those that have his seal. Now, how many people have his seal? If you go back, what we see is at this time only 144,000 have his seal. So only 144,000 people are going to escape this judgment. And those 144,000 are who? Jews. The Gentiles are going to face this judgment. 
and the Jews who were not sealed by God. Remember, God always keeps a remnant. He's kept 144,000. So they're commanded to hurt those who are not sealed by God. Now these limitations that are placed on them, again, it shows that God is still in control of all things. God never relinquishes control during the time of the tribulation. He's in control. Everything is measured. Only so much destruction is meted out during the tribulation. And this right here is measured as well. Once they're released, it's measured how long they can torment man. And what we're going to see is they're only given five months. They can torment for five months and no more than that. So God even measures this out. Now, when we look at the torment, we see the torment in verses 5 and 6, and then we'll, we see it also in verse 10. Has anybody ever got stung by a scorpion? I hear that it's extremely painful. And a lot of times it's not poisonous, it's not deadly, but it's extremely painful. And that's the sting of these things. It's the sting of a scorpion. But it's excruciating pain, apparently. Because look at what it says in verses 5 and 6. It says it was given them that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months, and their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh the man. And in those days shall men seek death. It's so painful that people want to die. Think about that. And if you're thinking about demonic scorpions coming out of the bottomless pit, it's not going to be just one of these things stinging somebody. We're not given a count as to how many of these things there are. And if we think about all the angels that fell with Lucifer, and we don't know how many angels that were, you know, that, that had failed. And then we go back and we think about how many angels was or demons were, were possessing, you know, that guy that was possessed by a legion, a legion of demons. There's probably hundreds of millions, billions of these things, trillions of these things coming out of the bottomless pit. We don't know. And it could be numerous ones striking the people and tormenting them. We don't know. But what we're told is that when, they're, when the people are struck by these things, they seek death. And God does not allow them to die. Think about that. They're going to seek death and not find it. They're going to desire death and death flees from them. Basically, they're going to try to kill themselves and they're not going to die. God's not going to allow them to die. They're going to have to live with this torment 
while it is taking place. So think about what this judgment is. Is it the demons? Or the fact that men seek death and are not allowed to die? The demons are the instrument of the judgment. The judgment is that the people are tormented so bad they seek death and they're not allowed to die. That's the judgment. They want to die, but God forbids it. So imagine unbearable pain for five months. Pain so bad that people are wanting to die and death flees. Now, that is a pretty bad judgment. And the angel calls it a woe. So we know that it's bad. It's worse than all the previous judgments combined. And the next woe is worse than this. But then what John does is he describes in detail these demons. And we're going to look at that real quick. Now, he says that they're in the shapes of locusts. But then he said they're like a horse going into battle. If you think back in the Middle Ages of the, the knights and the horses that were on these knights, they were armored. They wore armor. So what he's saying is, is that these demons are wearing armor, like they're going into battle. But then he also says that they're wearing crowns of gold. The crowns of gold shows that they're under the employ at this time of God. They're given crowns to wear of gold, showing who they are working for. They're working for God. But then look at what he says. He says they have the faces of men. So if you were to see this demonic locust coming towards you, it would have the face of a man. And then he says they have the hair of women. They had long hair. They're wearing these crowns. But then he said their teeth. This is where we get into the demonic. Their teeth were as the teeth of lions. They had fangs and these sharp teeth. And then he says they wear armor. They had breastplates of iron. So they were armored which means that people could try to hurt them, but couldn't. They were protected. God was protecting them. And then they had wings like a locust. And then he says, and when they flew, they sounded like the rumble of horses and chariots going into battle. Now think about that. The rumble of chariots and horses, that thumping sound as they go into battle. 
because of all the armor they're wearing and just the number of them. And then they had tails and stingers like a scorpion. And then John says they're given power to hurt men for five months. But notice what John does here. There's a couple of things that he says. He says they, they have these things, they're like this, or they're as this. So he couldn't, he was trying to describe them the best he could. And he says they, they have this, you know, like, they're like unto horses going into battle. It sounds like this. And they had the hair as a woman. They had long hair like a woman's hair. So you see that he's, he's trying to describe where we can understand what these things look like. So his description here doesn't give it full justice because he couldn't, he was describing it the best way he knew how. So they're going to look similar to what is described here, but they're going to be different. And what we have, the description we have here, is pretty bad. In reality, they're going to be a lot worse. So John gives the best description of what he saw, and what he saw was terrifying. What he saw was terrifying. And then we get to learn the name of this angel. You know, in the Bible... We're only given the names of four angels. We're given the name of Michael, the name of Gabriel, the name of Lucifer, and then the name of this angel here. So four angels. And the name of this one is Abaddon in Hebrew. The Greek... Apollon. And then I'm going to give you the Latin name. The Latin name is, you'll, you'll see the root here, exterminans. Exterminate. Exterminans in Latin. It means destroyer or destruction. So his name is literally destroyer or destruction. Now, something I want to mention about this angel of the bottomless pit, it says that he is the leader or the king over these demons. Now there's two things. Jameson Fawcett Brown and their commentary, they thought that this angel was Satan. I do not believe that. Because at this time, this angel is under the control of God. God is commanding him. I think this is a different angel. Now, there's two things about this angel. He could be one that stayed loyal to God and God gave him command over the bottomless pit. And then when these angels or demons are released, 
they have to do what this angel says. Or this was a fallen angel who is over the bottomless pit. And he releases these. So there's two things here that this angel could be. And he could either be one that had fallen or one that had not fallen. But what we are told is his name is Destroyer. And he's the one that is over the bottomless pit. And in verse 12, we see that one woe is past. So this woe, this judgment, was worse than the ones preceding it. And then there's two more woes to come, which are worse than this. During this time of tribulation. And we're, we've still not made it to the midpoint of the tribulation. This is still the first three and a half years of it. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, again, we come before and I just thank you for your word. I just think that we can just study your word tonight, Lord, and learn from it. Just be with us, Lord, during this time and just help us to just remain safe until the next point of time. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, if you would, uh, sing one verse with me of 280, Jesus, keep me near the